Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is how to get motivated. How to get motivated. Well, this is a great question. It's something that can really help us when we need that kick in the pants to get going to feel better, to get out of bed sometimes, to take that action, to eat that frog, to do that thing that maybe we're dreading a little bit. How do we get motivated to do it? It's going to be a little different for each of us, but the big generic idea is going to be pretty much the same. And I've done a whole episode on part of this topic, which is called Burning Desire. So if you haven't heard that episode, I'd encourage you to start with that. Wow, this guy just made a crazy U-turn. So my name is Winston. If you're new to the show, I did this podcast while I'm driving, except for the interviews. Um, And so uh, sometimes I see random things happen, and I comment on them. And I'll do a public service announcement. It is to please use your blinker while you drive. That creates more flow for you and for those around you, and that creates a more flowing planet for all of us. So blink for flow. Thank you so much. Getting motivated tapping into your why into your why mean tapping into your why means why do you do this why are you doing this now you may be trying to get motivated to do something that you don't want to do right like oh man i got to go to this cruddy job for instance well why do you go to a job oh so i can pay my bills okay well does that make you excited probably not right paying bills is just like it's a chore more than an exciting thing for most of us i think so it's not necessarily super inspiring to say, hey, I'm waking up to go work to go pay bills that I don't really want to pay. So how do we motivate ourselves to do that? Well, what I would encourage you to do or to consider is setting your sights on something that does inspire you. So, okay, paying bills, not that exciting. What do you do when you don't have to pay bills? If you had some extra money set aside that you could do what you like with, what would that thing be? Would you travel? Would you go to a certain restaurant? Would you do nothing? Whatever that thing is for you that gets you really excited, figure out what the steps are to do it if you don't know already. Let's say it's a trip. You want to go on a cruise. And so you start doing research on this cruise, figuring out which cruise line you'd want to go. Where do you want to go to? Where do you depart from? What are you going to do? What sites, ports are you going to stop at? So you start mapping all this stuff out, printing out pictures, putting them on a dream board or a vision board so that you can keep it in front of you and keep the vision in front of you. And that will start to inspire you. That will start to make you feel excited. It's like, oh, okay, now maybe... You have a lot of bills and it's going to be a while before you save up enough money for this thing. Well, that's okay. Delayed gratification is a very important skill if you want to – it's a very important skill for wealth building for sure. If you ever look at those – I guess I see a lot of these um, infographics or like posters on social media where it's like poor people do this, rich people do this. And uh, one of the big ones, and I've learned this stuff, I guess, years ago as I've studied this stuff for a while. So uh, one of the habits of uh, wealthy people is that they practice delayed gratification. 
And I think that's really important, especially here in our society and our culture here in the United States, that that we're aware of that because our society and our culture is very much promoting the quick fix, right? The overnight success story, the magic diet pill, the thing, the easy button, right? The thing that doesn't, that takes all the work out of it. So you just magically have it. And then people buy it and then they realize, oh, it doesn't really work that way. And then they feel let down. And then they go buy the next thing that promises the same exact thing. And they just, end up doing that over and over and over again, many people. I'm generalizing here, right? But this kind of idea is what gets us sometimes into these kind of situations of having to do, having bills that maybe we didn't need, but maybe we wanted something, we bought it, and now we're paying for it for maybe years. And if we're putting on a credit card or leveraging debt in a way where there's compounding interest working against us, we may be paying that off for a heck of a long time. And in fact, if we're not careful, it may take us a very long time to dig out of that hole because the, the compounding interest factor is the most powerful in, uh, force in the universe, according to Albert Einstein, or compounding interest, right? So if it's working against us, then it could very well take forever to get out from under that debt. And that could be very depressing and not motivating at all. So the motivation factor, if that's something holding us back for feeling not motivated because, you know, we're in some kind of challenge like that, well, maybe that then becomes the motivation to get out of debt or to become, you know, financially free or to, you know, be able to go on that vacation. Whatever it is, getting clear about it is going to be the first step. And I've done other episodes, how to find your purpose how to find your flow. And so if you're not sure what those things are that get you excited and get you pumped up and get you wanting to get you motivated, then uh, go listen to those episodes and they'll help you find that thing. Yeah, burning desire. Again, that's another episode. Burning desire to get you motivated. So you're doing this thing. You're finding your why. That's super important. Then we've got to conscientiously bring that into our awareness on a daily basis. We have to reconnect to that why, to that passion, to that thing that got us excited and ignite that burning fire. So I work with a, a lot of business owners across the United States. And uh, part of my job as a consultant slash business coach is to be able to inspire them, to motivate them to go out and take action. And so how do I do that? Well, I've asked them about their goals. I asked them, why did you get into this business? What's it going to do for you? What do you hope it to do for you? And many times it revolves around financial freedom. It revolves around time freedom. It revolves around legacy, being able to pass something down to their kids or their um, you know, grandkids, their families and friends, and to be able to provide a better life for them be able to help other people. That's one of the big reasons. Those are the, probably the main reasons that people come through our program. So my job, once the going gets rough, which generally takes, you know, a couple months, not too long before life starts happening to people and they're like, oh my gosh, this is really hard. And so part of my job is to help them reconnect with their why and, and generate that burning desire. Well, you started this because you wanted this financial freedom. You want, think of your kids, you know, what do you want to pass down to them? Do you want to look back in 20 years from now and say, ah, 
I could have, but it was too hard. And so I just gave up or I just got too busy with, you know, the day to day and I never went beyond that. Or do you want to look back in 20 years and say, yeah, I'm so glad I took that step and that next step and just kept on stepping and stepping and it eventually all came together and boom, now here you go. Here's everything that I hope I could pass on to you and more. Two very, you know, powerful visions. One is hopefully going to motivate you to move toward and one to motivate you away. And so being able to use that as a tool for ourselves to get our to keep ourselves on the, the straight and narrow, so to speak, to move toward that thing that we want to motivate us toward that thing, we have to remind ourselves. And yes, on a daily basis, even multiple times a day, put it on put it on your uh, wallpaper, on your um, computer screens, on your phone. Print out a version and create a dream board or vision board, and put it up in your bedroom or on the on the refrigerator. These things really work if you work them. Law of attraction, right? We're law of attraction. Plus, we're working toward that thing that puts the energy out there and becomes a frequency that goes out into the universe and reflects back to us and then that we are moving toward as it's moving toward us until we actually are living that thing in the now. It's magical. It's magical and awesome. And so getting clear about that and what that thing means for you is a big part of motivation. So if it's not that exciting for you to pay bills, right, as in the previous example, then we look for something that's bigger than that, that we can look toward. And uh, along those lines, let's say it's relationship goals or it's, um, let's say, relationship goals. Finding something bigger than yourselves can be very helpful in my experience. So instead of like, oh, I wish my partner would do this thing, um, you know, or stop doing this other annoying thing. Those <laughs> kind of goals don't always tend to work out so well, right? Because now it's like I'm putting something on my partner or having realistic or mostly probably unrealistic expectations about them and how I think that they should be. And instead, if we can sit down together and map out a plan, or maybe I haven't met that person yet, right? Maybe um, I'm trying to find that perfect partner. Well, then I might imagine and start to write out and create a list and a uh, dream board or vision board around what kind of things we do together. Where do we go? Why, you know, why do we like spending time together? What's it like when we're spending time together? Are we going to the movies or are we going to concerts? Are we doing both? Are we, do we mix it up? Do we go out to eat? These kind of things, do we go to Disneyland? Um, that those kind of things are going to help you to start to hone in on the kind of things you enjoy doing and that you really want, and that will put you in the space of finding that other person that likes those things too, right? If you like cars, going to the car shows that you like, going to you know car rallies, joining car clubs, those kind of things are going to put you around other car enthusiasts. So if you're hanging around other car enthusiasts, then you might meet somebody's friend of a friend who happens to be just right for you. What if you're trying to get better health and you want to get motivated to go to the gym? Well, that could be pretty challenging because the gym might not be that fun for you. It sure as heck wasn't very fun for me 
yet I kept going and grinding and I wasn't getting results and I didn't like the gym already. So then eventually I just burned out of it. I was like, yeah, this sucks. I don't want to keep going to the gym. So for me, what I did was I was like, you know what I do want to do though, is I'd love to learn martial arts for real. I always have been fascinated by martial arts. I wanted to train or learn while I was younger, but I just never, you know, had other things. I was a musician and so I practiced saxophone and instruments and whatnot. And then I played other sports like baseball and played other sports, but I wasn't good at most of them. But baseball is decent at. Um, but yeah, so so martial arts, all of a sudden I took up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because that there happened to be pretty close and that was something I'd always been interested in. I liked, I wrestled in high school for a little bit and really liked that. So I was like, ah, this could be cool. And I went and I was like, yes, this is super cool. I love this. And uh, much more motivated to go train jujitsu and get in shape that way than to go to the gym. So maybe the gym isn't your cup of tea. Maybe you can go out running in nature or riding a bike outside and that would be more motivating for you. Maybe you need a personal trainer to kick your butt. So whatever it is, find something that's going to get you motivated to do it. And then, of course, even if it's something super awesome, there's days I feel don't feel like going to jiu-jitsu, even though I love it, right? But because I made it such a strong habit and built it into my schedule, I already have momentum for it. And by the time I get there and step on the mat, I already feel glad I'm there. And so, and it's easier because my day's already scheduled, my week's already scheduled in a way that allows me to go do that thing, right? I made time, I sacrificed other things like sleep in some instances to go do that thing. And that's, you know, to wake up at 4.30 in the gosh darn morning to go train while it's still dark at 5 a.m. <sighs> took a lot of motivation. So what did I start to do? I had to start going to sleep way super early, which is not natural for me. So I just started going to sleep super early, like 8.30, 9.30. And then by the time 4.30 rolled around, I'm already awake because I've been sleeping so long. It makes it a lot easier. And I have my clothes set up from the night before. So that makes it easier. I just flow right into it, get dressed, boom, head out to the gym. So that's the kind of thing that can help where motiva motivation comes and goes. This is another important thing, right? Motivation comes and goes. I'm not always motivated to do the thing that I want. And th that's an important thing. And that's where building it into your schedule is so important and making it a habit is so important because when the motivation dies, do, has it become a habit already, right? You got to motivate yourself to make it a habit, I think. But once you do it long enough, depending on who you ask, 21 days, 30 days, 60 days, people have different studies they quote, that thing becomes a habit. And then you don't even have to think about it. It's just part of your routine. So that's an important piece of this whole thing. That's an important concept in flow in the way I see it is in order to be able to flow through your day, your week, your month, your year is setting up these bigger rhythms of life. Like, okay, you want to um, get in shape. Well, then you're, you're going to want to plan your exercise routine. How many times can you go there per week? Okay, your diet routine. Are you eating the same, like, are you measuring your food? Are you pre-planning uh, your meals? Are you doing these things in advance so that when the moment comes, you're not overeating because you just showed up at a restaurant and don't know what portions you're just going to eat anything put in front of you? Well, that's 
setting yourself up for failure, right? It's, you're not going to be motivated to eat right if you're out with your friends at this restaurant and you didn't plan ahead. But if you plan ahead and you've got everything measured and maybe you bring your meal that you already prepared or you eat beforehand so you can just go and hang, it's going to be a lot easier. So that motive, we don't, I think it's important not to depend on motivation. Like, oh, I'm going to just get myself pumped up to go do this thing. So another, uh, one last example that comes to mind is, you know, I work with students and teach them how to, um, how to find leads and how to reach out to them. Basically cold calling in a sense. That's one important skill and element for uh, the way that some of these folks were going to help them build their business. And so teaching them, you know, but not everybody wants to do this, right? So how do you motivate somebody who's terrified to do something like this? Again, tying them back to their why. Like, hey, this directly helps you get this thing that you say you want. This is how it works. This is how we break this down into actionable steps. Now, the motivation, am I going to be there in your ear every morning? No, but you know what you can do? Uh, you can record me in your ear every morning and play it for yourself. I used to listen to Art Williams every single morning. Uh, he's got a speech called Just Do It. And I would literally listen to that and speak it along with him every single morning. Why? Oops, sorry about that. Because it got me motivated, got me pumped up. And now that whole speech of his is pretty much ingrained in my head. So if I need some motivation, I can turn that on inside my head and have Art Williams giving me a motivational speech. I did that for months and months and months and months of just listening over and over to this just do it speech. And now it's as if he's in my head and can play back anytime I want. So this idea of creating a habit or a routine around a motivational, inspirational exercise in the morning is, a uh, you know, Tony Robbins has the power hour, 20 minutes reading, 20 minutes exercise, 20 minutes meditation. So setting yourself up for success by creating a powerful routine can really get you motivated because you're doing it. You know that this is a great use of your time, so you're feeling good about that. You're feeling like you're already picking up momentum. You feel that you are on task and on purpose. If you have your vision board and your goals and your your big blocks, your big chunks, if you're aware of that kind of idea, and you have the little tasks broken down into actionable steps that you can then check off your checklist as you go through, this will help you stay motivated too because you'll see the progress, right? If you can track it, you can see when you're moving toward your goal and that can be very motivating to see that you're making the progress. So that's kind of the big concepts for today for motivation. It's not, I hope um, I wasn't, you weren't expecting me to be all motivational. I kind of was, but I'm kind of in a chill mood, but still motivated enough to hop on and do a podcast, right? Because there's the concepts behind the motivation. The motivation's good. It's awesome. It's rah-rah. And I have other episodes that are very much rah-rah. Go get them and all that. This particular one, I think I want to make sure that that while we're getting motivated in the rah-rah and that's awesome, there's also the, the ups and downs, right? There's the downs where we're maybe not so motivated and maybe we're kind of more in a grind mode where we're just, hey, you know, this is a long-term thing. Check out the episode titled The Long Game because I think that's another important feature of, again, delayed gratification and of um, staying motivated over the long term. Getting motivated, going to like a motivational seminar, being pumped up for a day is awesome, but then you go back into 
world 2.0 or world default mode and all of a sudden that motivation starts to wane people start hating on you oh yeah you're all pumped up and rah rah now but same old same old over here shoot well there goes all your motivation well that's not a very good long-term solution so that's what i want to make sure we touch on today is how do you maintain even in the face of all the the boring uh default world stuff right so there you go friend i hope that gets you inspired and motivated to create a dream board if you don't have one a vision board get clear about your why your burning desire make some action steps what kind of things are going to help you move toward that thing look at your dream board find an inspirational recording that you can listen to and or watch every single day to keep you pumped up to get you in the zone a playlist a powerful musical playlist of your favorite things your inspirational quotes and or meditations get it into a system into a routine into a habit that can inspire you and motivate you every single morning so that you jump out of bed and you're excited to go and you go crush it all day long and until next time my friend be flowing <laughs>